As We Heal Out Loud is a safe space dedicated to exploring and understanding trauma in order to heal. You are listening to As We Heal Out Loud with Keisha and Peyton. We're just two black girls trying to heal and love ourselves. On our very first episode, we will be tackling the importance of embracing change. So I think we should start off with an affirmation uh, or a quote, maybe one that keeps us going. And my quote is by Anais Nin. It says, people living deeply have no fear of death. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Because, you know, growing up, like as a kid, you, you see people die. And, and it's a scary thing because you, you have to think that your life might come to an end one day. You know, but as that quote says, if you... Live your life to the fullest with intention and deeply. There's no reason to fear to fear nope. dying. I look at it as like a quantity versus quality kind of thing. Like people can live a hundred years and live in fear and chaos and never really accomplish the things they want to and the things they really desire. But you know, someone can live uh, twenty five years, you know, and, and fulfill their purpose. You know, so I think it's really a really good quote for um, transformation and change. Yeah, I like what There's you said. There's no time limit on that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, just live deep. <laughs> yeah. No, what you said about quantity versus quality. Like, we think, like, oh, if I have this amount of things and if I can live this long, then that means I've had a good life. But if it's not good, if it's not worth anything, um, if you don't have experiences... What was your life really? So I think that that is something that we should all definitely think about and all live by, definitely. Yes. So my mine is a bit of an affirmation um, that, you know, you can say to yourself um, daily. And it's, I affirm my ability to change myself, my circumstances, and my future. I affirm that I am in possession of a power that is limitless. Um, okay, so first of all, <laughs> I just want to touch on the fact that this a- affirmation kind of shifts gears between, like, you know, giving things to, to circumstance and putting things into your own hands. Because, like, obviously, like, if you want something, you pray about it, you... Um, you know, write it down, manifest it. You have to meet mm-hmm. that halfway. Yeah. So I think a lot of times people, they pray for this change. You know, we're talking about things like fear of change. You're praying for this change, but then when it comes right to you, you don't, you're not ready for it because yeah. you're not doing the inside work to meet that halfway. So it's like discovering your power and your sense of self-worth and what you feel like you have control over in your own little world means so much because when the time is right, are you ready? Are you ready to make that change? Are you ready to tackle, you know, grasp that blessing that you have coming for you? So I really like how you how you put the I am in possession of power that is limitless because people I don't think sometimes understand that that part. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um you know, you go through life 
I mean, especially myself, like, uh, and I, I feel down sometimes because things aren't going the way I, I planned them, right? Uh, things aren't right. mapping out the way I expected them to, but is it because of things on the outside or is it because I am not con- trying to take control of these things? Am I just letting things happen or I, am I actively trying uh-huh. to change? Am I actively seeking my own happiness? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know what I just thought about <laughs> randomly? You know the commercial with the guy who's like, said you want to go to school, just sitting there every day. <laughs> yeah. The commercial from college did it come on, um, I don't know what school it is, but it come on the other day when you watch Amori and uh, Jerry Springer, <laughs> like, he's sitting there on the couch. Like, but that's literally how I feel like manifesting goals, you know? Like, yeah. it all starts with an idea. And you want to plant that seed for change. But when change happens, we become so fearful. We, we And I do it myself. I'm a runner. So if I feel like, and I mean, obviously, subconsciously, if I feel like I'm not ready, you know? Right. I kind of, like, run from that transformation, that change, or some a situation that could potentially change my perspective. But yeah. realizing it and accepting it is the first step. Right. So... Moving on from there and sticking with this idea of change, um, what does embracing change mean to you? Like, what does that mean for you in your own life? Embracing change. Well, when we have the conversation, well, okay, so I'll get like a little personal. So when we have these conversations about change and transformation and, and things like that and having no fear, I think that for me personally, it's surrender. Like, it's just, I think of the word surrender and me, like, surrendering. Because yeah. a lot of the time I have this idea that, you know, I can control my, my, you know, it's almost like I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I feel like everything in my universe I try to control. I forget that I'm manifesting and I'm praying and that I'm asking for things for a reason and that there is support beyond my control, you know? Yeah. And um, so when I hear embracing change, I just think about literally surrendering, surrender, <laughs> surrendering my myself like keeping that faith that something else besides me can handle the job instead of always feeling like it's my job to do something like I have to be so proactive and hyper vigilant so when I hear embracing change I just think for me personally it it comes from me surrendering to source and whatever that is you know if you're you know if you believe this you believe that just surrendering to whatever you believe in your source and your faith that's how you embrace change for me yeah how about you well, you know, for me, like, embracing tra- change is, like, an extremely important uh, part of growing, right? You can't grow um, if things don't change, right? If you're just doing the same thing every day, it's impossible for you to grow, you know? And being complacent and comfortable does not aid in growth. It's impossible to grow when you've become comfortable Right? But change is literal discomfort. Right? Now, I have a question. Can I have a, re- a, a, a question? <laughs> of course. Um, now, what about the concept of growth and change? Like, do you feel like there's areas in your life that you're way more accepting to change than other areas of your life? Because I noticed that I'm like that. Like, I embrace change. Like, I... I, I 
it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm a very adaptable person from what I, I've known you for a long time. And I feel like you're very adaptable. Right. So are there areas in your life that you feel like change is harder to accept than other areas in your life? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Right. Because so not- there's change that <laughs> happens that is like, cool. That's whatever. I moved. That's a change. Right. And that's yep. not something that is, I mean, it is impactful, but it's not something is on a grand of a scale as, you know, maybe going across country or maybe mm-hmm. taking a trip that I did. Maybe me starting this podcast, that that's uncomfortable, you yeah. know, because it's, it's, it's outside of my comfort zone, right? It's not something right. that I would usually do, right? But when it's small changes like, you know, me as a teacher, I have to teach a different subject, cool. But when it's something as big as me starting something on my own and, and starting my own brand and my own podcast, that's scary, right? And it took me a while to get here to be ready to do this because deep down inside, I wasn't ready to grow at the time. Right. I right? agree. So I had to acknowledge the fact that that's something I wanted to do. I did want to grow. And in order for me to do that, I knew that I had to accept the, the changes that were, were going to happen in my life. You know, maybe letting go of of a person in your life that shouldn't be there. That's uncomfortable. That's exactly what, see, that's my exact issue because I feel like the crazy thing about it is that I have a habit of like, you know, I've had a lot of different jobs. I'm even when I, you know, right before I met you, when I moved, I got up and moved in three days. I moved all the way out to Newark. We ended up at the same job. It's like, you know, I did that without no fear. You know, never didn't know nobody in that state and still did it. You know, even now, I've lived on my own. You know, I got my own apartment a month ago, like, on my own. Like, no friends, no roommates, no none of that. And I was so ready, you know, right? And I had no fear. Like, I'm not scared. And But there are certain things, like like you said, cutting people out of your life or letting things go. Like, I'm not good at that. Right. Um, Neither am I. So, it's just, like, it's crazy to me. And it blows my own. Like, I, what an enigma that is because... I can be so ready for change, like, yes, like, I'm about to, and not think twice about it, right? But there's right. some things that rack my brain for weeks right. at a time, so sometimes I'm, I'm, years. And it's just, like, I'm trying to find out if, I once had a friend, right, and she told me, like, if you have issues, like, with relationships, and that's just, that's friendships, that's, you know, whatever, you cannot fix it and until you you know face it so say if you had an issue like communicating with someone on a deeper level right that you just didn't feel comfortable with like you have to do that in order to grow you know or if you never let go of a person before and it hurts you need to do it to learn the lesson yeah but it's like i can tell myself that but it's never that easy right you know and i don't know what it is but i'm like change for me is like inevitable like i'm so ready like i'm like yeah like something new like let's right. try it but when it comes to certain things like i just right. it's when it comes to like the interpersonal relationships and stuff yeah that is so hard for me so what, so I, what i think what i think um that may be is that you know change we know we know change is good and we'll change things in our lives that are small right that don't really affect us as much right but change is only hard when it's uncomfortable for you. 
when it's outside of the normal box, right? The box can grow, but when you have to step out of the box, that's when the change becomes uncomfortable. That's when you feel, um, you know, this this discomfort. But we need to understand that discomfort is the catalyst for progress, right? It's the catalyst for change. Um, And change is nothing but growing and embracing your own discomfort. I understand on a, on a, why I really feel that because it's like, the, look at the changes that I even just listed. That's regular everyday shit. You know, right. you grow up, you get an apartment, you move to a different city, you get a new job, you get a better job, you go to grad school. I'm saying like the most changes that people kind of expect of you. Yeah. You know, but the taboo changes are the ones where you got to tell somebody, listen, Ooh. you're not, you're not the person. Taboo changes. Taboo changes. <laughs> if that's a thing. That's a that's that. That that's a phrase. That's it. That's it. Taboo changes. Taboo changes. But like you know, the ones that nobody want to talk about, like the changes that you gotta make, um, like cutting off that dead weight, or you know, uh, mm-hmm. telling somebody, hey, listen, this is not working. Like I'm not happy. Like Ooh. how how I just can't wrap my mind around <laughs> around stuff like that. Right. So that leads into my next question. Um, and I mean, we we kind of touched on it and. But what are some things that you hold on to that don't necessarily bring you happiness? Uh, and why? Now, are we talking ta- like are we talking tangible? Like are we talking things like what do you mean? So it can be it can be tangible, it can be relationships, it can be um you know Maybe you, it's time for you to get off Facebook, but for some reason you just won't leave, right? It's not bringing you any any good, okay. right? Um, like, the, like basically, the out it's been outdated, but you still giving it time and energy, yeah. Um, out yeah. of out of fear of change, of course, right? Um, well, yes, there is. <laughs> uh, but again, it comes from okay, so um. I have two jobs, right? In mm-hmm. my second job, I work for these people. I love them. They're great. But it's just like sometimes I feel like I get ju- really drained. Yeah. Like, not saying that like, oh, you know, there's so many other jobs that I could be doing and this is not nothing that's like super hard or like, you know, physical labor. So I'm grateful. But like on top of already working with kids and like having only one day off a week, like that's like kind of... And I've been doing that since, what, November, mm-hmm. December? And it's just, obviously, I need the money, so I would never be ungrateful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. But it's just, a, I feel like it makes it so hard because I don't want to, like, tell people no. Right. And when there's certain times, like, girl, I've done, went through <laughs> hell, like, snowstorms and everything, just to be at that job, you know, on days when... Nobody even came in. And it's just like, ugh. I needed the money, so I would never be ungrateful. You know, right. I'm, I'm blessed. But it's just, like, crazy because when I think of... Maybe it's not so much the job, per se, but I think it's more of the idea set that I have of, like, not wanting to disappoint anyone or, like, not wanting to say no. Because she literally told me, like, if you ever need a break or if you ever need, like, a day, just let me know. But I would never let nobody know. Right. So I think I need to, like, get the idea that, like, like putting others before myself, um, or being afraid to like disappoint someone. Like I want everyone to be copacetic, and that's just not possible. Like, and the person that I am, even when I go outside, like 
I never think twice about, um, like, one day, um, someone said something to me, like, oh, I went outside, and, like, I had, you know, there was a bigger per- girl, and she's like, I had my midriff out, and I felt people were looking at me funny. I never think about that. Like, I swear I never mm-hmm. think about that. So, from the minute I have my midriff out all the time, I got an afro this big, I got, I, and I never think that when I go outside, people are looking at me any kind of way. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, for this person that I am that's so unapologetic, how can I be so, like, <laughs> I just don't want, I want everybody to be okay. Like, I want everything to be copacetic, like, with every situation. So, letting go is hard because I don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, for me, um, besides, you know, the relationships that I hold on to that I really, really need to let go. Um, yeah. I, I... I feel I fill my lo- my life with stuff, right? Um, okay. I buy a pair of new sneakers every week. Um, I go shopping as soon as I get paid, and you know, and it's like all this these tangible things that I ne- don't necessarily need or use, and it's um, I feel like I'm I'm like I said I'm holding on to these things to fill a void of some sort. You know, like, and I and I know I know that I need to stop doing it in, in order for me to you know enjoy my life because spending all but, this money. But do you ever think about like the reason why? I mean, no. <laughs> to be honest, right? I don't. I, don't, I, I mean, I've heard like things like when people do stuff like that, usually just because it, it makes them like comfortable, like they feel like they have. Yeah. Yeah. Something, you know, like. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know if I ever told you, but my biggest fear is not having anything, right? Yeah. To lose everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I feel like I need to, I need to have these things cause to say, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm, my life is good. I'm okay because I can buy these things for myself. You know? Um, now, when you were younger, when you were growing up, did you have things, too? Or did you not, feel like not you got older you got things that kind of symbolized your growth? Like, oh, look, yeah. see, I got stuff now. Yeah. I think, you know, like... You know, I keep telling everybody, like, this is my first summer off, right, in, in, like, 10 years. I've been working, you know, summers, going to school, summers, for the past 10 years. And I did it because I wanted to make sure I, I had things. So as soon as I was able to work, I went to work so that I can have money to do what I wanted, to, to have the things that I couldn't have before, you know, to, to buy what I want and... But I feel like because I'm buying all these things, I'm I'm not experiencing anything. And, you know, I know that I need to let go of, of this stuff so that I can experience life to its fullest. But that's a process that I need to figure out how to start. And I guess having this conversation is a start, right? To say, to acknowledge that that is a problem for me, that that is something that I do need to change. So, yeah. But you know what? The universe brought us together for a reason because Absolutely. I'm like the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm having a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm like, um, can I have as little as possible? <laughs> like right. when it comes to like stuff like that. Like when I um, this is this is something. This is could be a tip. Uh, like if you go shopping and you get new things, try to offer up something that you already have. Mm. That's something that I do. Like, you remember when I moved to New York, girl, how much stuff did I, I donated? Right. Like, you, I donated yeah. So you gave many. me a bunch of stuff. I donated two big-ass laundry bags because yeah. I'm just like, I just don't 
Like, if I go buy new stuff, I try to get rid of stuff that I already have. Right. Because, like, it kind of just balances it out. Like, when I moved, I literally came with one um, bin full of clothes. And I, and I, because I wasn't able to get all my stuff at once. And I rocked that off for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And I was okay. Like, I mean, I have more of my stuff now. But I, trust me, I understand the one for stuff. But there's certain things that mean a lot to you. Yeah. You know, like, I wouldn't say get away the things that really that you fought hard to get. But... I know it starts with little things like you get something new, offer something else up, go donate it mm. or give it to somebody who needs it because then you'll be, you'll be safe with the idea that, yeah, you have stuff, but yeah. there's somebody else that, you know, you didn't have it growing up. You gave it to yourself, but now there's somebody else who's in need. Yeah. So that kind of leads, in, that leads into the next, the next topic. Well, not topic, but next question I was going to ask is what steps, um, have you taken to embrace change and and you just gave me one for myself right so you know if i do want to go buy something new maybe there's something i can give you know to someone else things that i know that i'm i don't wear you know so what like that is definitely like a a, a step for me to take but what are some steps that you take for yourself in order for you to um embrace this change um to continue on this journey of life Well, I tell you all the things that I told you, and I gave you a step. Can you give me a step? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I feel like for you, like you have. Okay. Let me tell you this. Oh wait, I got I one. Have, I got okay. one. I got one. I don't Go want to forget it. Okay. Go. So, it hit me. um, recently what I've been doing, right? If I feel like I've been put in a situation that I don't want to be in, right? Um, I usually wouldn't speak up about it. I usually wouldn't say anything, right? I would just let it go um, because I didn't want to get into, like, any type of confrontation. I didn't want there to be an issue, right? And I knew that that's, that was something in my life that needed to change because it made me uncomfortable. It made me unhappy. So um, before diving into a, a conversation about the things that you feel uncomfortable with or maybe some things that you, you want to speak to a boss about, um, I write it down first. I write out, you know, what I want to say, um, just to, to have, have speaking points, I guess, right? Um, and just so that the conversation can go the way I want it to go and there's no determent, right? Because, you know, people, when you start to have a real conversation with people, sometimes they like to, you know, deter you from that conversation. But I think if you, you know, write it down um, and really think about the things that you want to say to whomever it is you want to say it to, I think that that um, would be helpful in you actually getting out there and saying the things that you need to say or you want to say, Um and it won't come off as, you know, harsh. And it won't come off as you displeasing other people. It will just come off as, you know, this is an issue. As an adult, I feel we can talk about it. And here's why. Mm. Okay. That's along the lines of, like, um, you know, when people say, write letters to people without mm -hmm. showing them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I have, let me, this is, this is a prime example of how letting go is such a problem for me. I will do those letters, yeah. and I won't burn them. I won't get rid of them. I will keep them. Then I tell myself, one day I'm going to tell them this. Oh, I'm going to tell them this. <laughs> like, I'm going to text it to them one day. Yeah. Or I say, if 
I write, you know, if I finally publish my book, I'm going to put this letter right in there. <laughs> I'm going to use this for inspiration. I'll never forget what happened. And that's not good. I need to let that go. But I'll really have, like, um, notebooks full of letters that I wrote to people that I'm not even ready to rip out and throw out hey. or burn. You, but that reminds me, so, um, years ago, I was dating someone, and let's be honest, toxic, the most toxic relationship I've ever had in my life, um, and we wrote letters to each other, that's something that we did, like, handwritten letters, that was, like, our thing, and I held on to those letters for a good five years before I finally ripped them up and threw them away. It might have been longer than five years, actually. I think it might have been longer than five years. I think it might have been six or seven years that I, I held on to those letters. You know? And one day, I woke up and was like, I need to let go of this. Because it's not bringing me any happiness at all. You know? And when I first ripped up the letters and threw them away, I initially, like, stopped talking to the person, right? I couldn't do it. I couldn't face them knowing that I had just ripped up their letters you know this real personal stuff that we were sharing and it made it made me feel bad that I ripped up this person's letters you know and it took me a while to really you know say to myself I deserved better and it was okay for me to let go and want better for myself right it wasn't me saying you know anything bad about the person that um I was dating but I needed to, to love myself, and I needed to let that go, and I finally did, and I felt better after doing it. It made me happy, like a real happiness, not like, you know, a, you know the happiness I get from buying things, but an actual, genuine, I'm happy. I'm okay with this action I just, I just took, and not regretting it. Yep. Woo, I think that taking steps, I asked you about the step thing because I know that from your perspective, you probably think that it's hard for you to like let go of people. Or even just now when you said that you were in a situation you were uncomfortable with and you had to like mm-hmm. kind of address that. To me, from my end, because I feel like I don't have boundaries. Yeah. And I see you and I've known you long enough to know that you have, you know how to establish boundaries, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I've seen you establish pretty good boundaries. Whereas it's like for me, like there's always like some kind of discrepancy of what I'm willing to like accept and what I'm not willing to accept because I tend to look at things from other perspectives a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for me, I will make up 101 excuses why somebody did something yeah. that upset me, right? So, the, so it'll make me feel better, but they will never make me feel better. They won't give me no excuses to mm-hmm. why I am the way I am, you know? And it's just so interesting because I will sit here and I will defend someone even when they hurt my feelings, right? Right. But it's not reciprocated. You know, when I make a mistake, it's like a magnifying glass is held over, what you know. Right, right. But it's just not the same when it comes to other people. So I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, do I start being just so much more selfish with myself, my time, my energy, my, you know, have these set boundaries where I don't pick up the phone when this person calls me, I don't text this person back. Yeah. Because when I do, and I found that situations, when I do do that, I've been attacked. Yeah. Like, 
literally attacked, like, just drug, like, from honey from the window to the wall, just drug, like, because I wasn't responding to this person. Right. And it's just like, that is not okay. Like, there needs to be boundaries set. Like, if I don't text you back, you know, what you're not going to do is text me with, like, negative insults because that right. just shows that you are upset. I'd rather you just say to me, hey, it really hurts my feelings when you don't respond to me because I'm actually genuinely interested in having conversations with you, right? right? Versus you telling me all these things that I am because I didn't respond. Right. So, I, and, you know, I probably could have stopped that situation if I would have just set boundaries for a long time ago, but, yeah. I mean, everything is a learning experience, right? So that's something you learned that, you know... Boundaries is something that you do need to set. And that can be another one of your steps, right? Let me yes. set boundaries immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, that that can work in anything. Not just relationships with people, but even in, in the things you do um, for yourself, you know? Same. And it's so crazy. Like, if, if even with my, you know, I have jobs and stuff, they'll text me and uh, give me, like, you know, ask me for availability, or they'll be like, is this okay? And I'm like, yeah, like, it's fine, because I feel like on my end, I will find a way to make it work, right. instead of me saying, okay, well, this is what I think, and then maybe you'll find a way to make it work, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like it literally, it's just, it's so clear, and I, I went to, a, um, when I came up to Jersey in January, you know, I went to the Aura here, Healer, and um, she was like, you don't have no boundaries, <laughs> right. and I'm like, girl, how you know? <laughs> but that's so real, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, when did you begin to notice that you needed to change something in your life? Mm, like, how do you know when it's time? Yeah. <laughs> the, well, well, I was going to say the funny part about it is that we know that change brings discomfort. Yeah. But when you're so discomfortable, that's not even a word. When you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> when you're so uncomfortable that you need that change. Like, you know it's time. Mm-hmm. You know it's time. You don't know when it's time. Like, you can't, your skin, I, I have this feeling, and I swear it's so real, where it almost feels as if I can't get out of my own skin. You know yeah, what I'm absolutely. saying? You ever get that feeling where. Absolutely. I feel like my blood is boiling. Like, I'm going to just burst yes. out of my own skin. Absolutely. Yeah, you just want to oh scratch your skin off. Yes. Just, like, you can't take it longer. Like, that's exactly, like, if I could give a physical, tangible, like, this is what this is me. Like, if I could give you proof, scientific mm-hmm. proof, that's what it is. And that, you know, and you know what's crazy? Like, what's crazy is that we let it get all the way to that point. Right, mm-hmm. we let it get to the point where mm-hmm. we're so out of it. We're so we're we're somebody completely different because we've let these things that needed to be changed just fester and just sit mm-hmm. and and manifest. Mm-hmm. And they don't need to man. They need to be nipped in the bud immediately. But we let them sit there because we feel that the discomfort that we are feeling right now um, is okay. Right? Yeah. That, that's exactly what I think. I think that when I go through situations like that that make me uncomfortable, I think that, it, oh, it builds character. Like, because we're yeah. taught from a young age, I like, just suck it up. Struggle, struggle builds, builds character. character. Struggle builds 
all my how much fucking character we gonna build right i got a lot a whole lot lot. (laughs) i got some to spare and it's like okay character like okay how much more can i build because i'm going you know i shouldn't be uncomfortable all the time you know it's her situation right absolutely so we just feel like we deserve it Mm -hmm. i also feel that we we think that the the discomfort that we're going to feel from changing these things is going to be worse than the discomfort that we feel um, when we're sitting in, you know, this negativity, right? When we're sitting in this, this toxic um, life, right? So, we, we, you know, yeah, we feel that if I change these things, it I might feel worse. You know, I yeah. might be worse off. I should, I should just stay where I'm at because I I know how this feels. Right. I know, uh, you know, maybe I'll cry tonight. I know that maybe, you know, I won't eat tomorrow because that's how bad I feel. But I don't know how I'm going to feel if I finally change that. Uh So it all goes back to the fear, the fear of not knowing what this change is going to bring about. And I think that's something we definitely need to let go of the fear of of not knowing. I mean, it's okay to not know. We don't know everything and it's okay to not know everything. And I think as soon as we get out of our own heads and we let that go, um we'll be okay. Yeah. That's like the that everything that you're saying is literally me with conversations with myself self reflection. No, absolutely. I absolutely absolutely. Yeah. Um so I guess lastly, I just want to, you know, this last question is, is what advice can, you know, you give to a woman or even a man, um, uh-huh. that you don't, that don't, that doesn't necessarily know, um, where to start in terms of embracing change? Like what, what can they do? What can, how can they start? Um, the first step in embracing change, I would say is pinpointing the pinpointing the reason that the fear is there like if if that makes sense like yeah. if for example if i say oh i'm in this toxic relationship but i'm so afraid to leave because what if no one else will ever love me mm-hmm. you need to figure out what it is within you that's keeping you in a unstable toxic or um uncomfortable situation like you yeah. have to pinpoint why you will not make that change. So like, that's the first thing. That's the first thing you have to have to. You have to be so honest and raw. Yeah, like it's not even funny. You have to be raw with yourself. Like, and I don't mean raw in the sense of because some people think when you when you say honesty, they translate that into negativity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know somebody who will be like, "Oh, I'm just real." Like, you know, you just right. real negative. And it's just like, real, so, negative, real negative, real negative, real toxic. Exactly. Um, and I don't mean self down talk yourself, right. but you know, I think uh, acknowledge, acknowledging that there's mm-hmm. something that needs to change, right? Mm-hmm. If you can acknowledge that there's something that needs to change, then that means you're on the path to changing it, mm-hmm. right? Because if if you ignore it, then of course you're not going to change it. But if you say this is not okay in my life, this is not working for me, this is not making me happy anymore, and it needs to change, then that's the that's definitely a first step, I think. And let me say this, and this is one thing I learned too, that if you are not willing to change it, it's going to change regardless. Yep. Like that's, that's yeah. the, Ooh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the big thing because there's so many times I remember when I was uncomfortable, unwilling to change something and then it got changed for me because mm-hmm. I was so unwilling. So 
you know, I hate to bring it back to the situation I was talking about earlier, but feeling uncomfortable about something or a situation with someone, and then it's to the point where they feel your discomfort because you've made it so uncomfortable. And then guess what? They're like, oh, we can't, this can't, this is not, you know, and then you almost feel insulted, like, that's mm-hmm. how I've been felt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was uncomfortable. Absolutely. I was too afraid to change it. So now somebody, something, something is going to do it. If it's the universe, if it's a human, if it's whatever, it's going to come full circle because that change is going to happen if you're ready or not. Absolutely. So your best bet is to get ready for it. Yeah. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Well, um, I just want to close out with the quote from um, Calvin Coolidge uh, that says, all growth depends upon activity. There's no development physically or intellectually without effort. And effort means work. So in order for you to change, you need to do the work. Yes. You need to do the work because it, it, it can't happen if you're not willing. 